Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. Just for a bit of balance on the Gaeilge from Mick. Hi guys, I'm in education. Irish is still the most hated subject and the Irish teachers are still tyrants. <laughs> Good to know that nothing's changed there, Mick, in your part of the world anyway. Okay, now for a look ahead to what's worth watching on TV, online and at the cinema over the coming week. I'm joined by Tara Brady, writer and film critic at the Irish Times and Brian Lloyd, movies editor at entertainment.ie. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, Tara, this looks interesting. So it started on Sky last night, but people get it on now Dublin Narcos Dublin Narcos well I was kind of, I was looking at this and I'd read about it in the newspapers and I I was kind of thinking oh god this looks like it's going to be one of those well supposedly investigative like journalist pieces that's going to be lifestyles of the rich and famous and because I think yeah. I don't think any of us like that there's a, there's a real problem with a lot of reportage of 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 like crime where it sort of feels like you're almost looking at Batman and you've got like the Gotham City type Type nicknames and, and you have a real focus on the lifestyles rather than the actual lawlessness. Um, so I, I was kind of I was very apprehensive about this, um, especially that you know when I was kind of thinking, is this going to be like these kind of sort of almost celebrity portraits of yeah, yeah. So, yeah that you that you so get it. and it's and it wasn't that at yeah. all. It's actually a really really impeccably well researched piece okay. um, you get a, whoever did like there's there's a, obviously a squadron of people doing the archive footage but you get everybody from Gay Byrne to, to Jerry Ryan um, to, to to Charlie Hawhey in the archive you get a really good so portrait so it goes right back to yeah. the, the, uh, the development of all of this so it yeah. starts the first episode focuses mostly on Larry Dunn and on the 80s and on deprivation in Ireland and this is and heroin coming the, into yeah, the, Dublin, the growth yeah. of heroin and but it it really contextualizes it really well. I mean, it okay. even it even looks at the Dunn family and points out there's ten brothers in this family and and five sisters on top of that, and they came through the a lot of them came through the industrial school system. So they you know they did when they got into bank robberies they you know they didn't really have you know much of a sense of them doing anything wrong if they were acting out against the the state. Um, you have you have very good contributors all all the way through the show. You have people like Noreen Sullivan and people like Lynn, Lynn Rowan um, and you go from there to the second episode you get um, you get the rise of ecstasy and, and then the third episode brings us into kind of the more the more modern day and people okay. like Gilligan um, but it's, so it's we're, a really we're good ready to be up in arms at Sky Documentaries doing down the <laughs> Irish but actually Dublin Narcos it sounds like it's worth a go yeah definitely uh, Brian The Mandalorian yeah. season 3 started on Disney Plus and wins it you love this don't you I do yeah I mean yeah. to be honest like, I think it's so kind of it's such easy watching you know that kind of way because it is just based on like the westerns of the 70s and 80s like the Virginia and the High Chaparral and all the rest of it okay but in the Star Wars but universe, in the Star Wars universe yeah, yeah where you have Pedro Pascal's character this kind of like faceless bounty hunter going from planet to planet to you know get them bad guys and all the rest of it but yeah this is very very enjoyable it's interesting as well now in the third season they kind of seem to have cotton on to the fact that it's um, families that watch this. It's not like people like me, like, you know, 30 and 40 year old nerds who are watching it. It's actually people with kids that can sit down and everyone can enjoy it. Right, because so it's something for all the family. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it actually okay. is. Like, compared to something like Andor, which was set in the Star Wars universe yeah. as well, but was very much like this very dark political thriller almost. Um, whereas The Mandalorian, I think, is a bit more kind of fun okay. for all the Okay, so, so for people who haven't been into work going back to the Star Wars. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Tara, the Luther movie, it's Luther the Fallen Son, mm-hmm. so it drops on Friday on Netflix. And Luther was, of course, how Idris Elba yeah. broke through. Do, do people still care about Luther? Did it kind of go off the boil? I felt it went off the boil. I thought that I thought the first two series yeah. were re- like they were really good, and they had but like that that last sort of resurrection that they had on BBC, and I think it was on at New Year's or Christmas, yeah. so it was kind of to max out your viewing figures, yeah. and that how everyone was talking about it, and they were talking about it, but maybe not in the way that they were hoping okay. for. Everyone so this was, is the last gasp, no full stop. Well, you yeah. say last gasp, but oh, Netflix God. have their uh, claws <laughs> into it, okay. so now it's it's now now officially an intellectual property that they will be going forward with and developing um uh, well, I, you cer- it's certainly past the time. I would say it's fantastic. <laughs> it, stick it on the poster. <laughs> it's fantastically violent. I'd say that, okay. um, and and really great. Um, they so you have like like it feels like it's truncated an entire series into into a, into a movie length. So people just kind of come and go, and it's like, oh, this is this person, this is that person, and it kind of is it kind of business like brushes through all all the plot. <laughs> okay. Um, but you have this. Uh, you, you have you have Luther back. He's obviously he is a really compelling actor um, um, Idris Elba like even when it's kind of trashy like this most certainly is um, like he's definitely the best Bond we, we never had I think that that's fair to say but this this sets him up against this sort of well first of all this makes him he's not just now this kind of maverick cop he's far more like Batman so it's kind of everything's ele- elevated and you have Andy Serkis playing this like super villain who seems to have like you know vast facilities in Estonia in the frozen tundra of Estonia and all the and like a huge internet operation and he's wearing okay, like so listen t- I'm thinking it's the usual Netflix thing watchable yeah 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 but mm-hmm. but I would say it's worth watching for like um, Andy Serkis's wig he seems to have, like Pepe Le Pew seems to have crawled onto his head and died okay. so that's worth looking at okay um, Brian uh, you're going to you picked a classic for us you're going to be watching The Eagle Has Landed on yeah. BBC4 on Thursday at 9pm quickly I love it yeah so this was based on the Jack Higgins novel um, watch it for Donald Sutherland's absolutely wogeous uh, Irish <laughs> accent where he plays an IRA saboteur called Liam Devlin mm-hmm. um, but Michael Caine playing a German and Nazi commando is just so ridiculous but yeah this is good fun this is good fun this is like there was like a, a raft of like a kind of World War 2 action movies in the 70s and 80s like Where Eagles Dare Von Ryan's Express well that was more in the 60s but yeah they're good fun but very very silly so kind of take it on that uh, take it on that spirit Okay, Tara, you've given the new cinema release close yeah. a five-star review. Yeah. I know in the Irish Times, it's been getting incredible reviews yeah. all around. Yeah, it's, it's the Grand Prix winner fr- from Cannes. Though for some reason the French hated it, but you know they're the French. They're they, they're entitled to their eccentric views. Um, it's a really lovely film. It's about these two thirteen-year-old boys, Leo and Remy, and and as they are growing, they you know they have this kind of idyllic like rural existence in in Belgium. Uh, you know they're skipping through the flower fields and then they go back to school, and it's kind of off the cuff remark about little girls at school go oh are you gay and so suddenly Leo starts putting distance between himself and his best friend because he feels really awkward about this and he starts being really butch and he he gets into hockey and you know starts making himself very kind of masculine um, and, and Rami's very hurt by this and there's it's just a really delicately written okay, film yeah. it's like so like there's a little tussle over a mattress and the, it's the kind of th- row that two boys could have that you, it's not something you could go to your parents and explain oh well we had this fight over a mattress but it, like it's really meaningful and, and it's no it, it's be- it's a beautifully done piece um, great music great cinematography and, and incredibly sad and moving
Okay, so worth uh, seeing on the big screen. Definitely, definitely. worth seeing. Definitely. Yeah, saw it, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. even interesting that they don't even make it explicit yeah. whether or not they're gay because it doesn't really matter Like, because they're so young. like They're still trying to find yeah. themselves and find their personality. So by the end of the film, you never actually know whether they were gay or not. And it doesn't really matter. It's, it's not that kind of thing. Like, you loved it too. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was amazing. Uh, and Brian, what about Creed 3 also in cinema? Yeah, this is uh, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Um, it's fine. It's good. I mean, I mean, it's basically a rethread. It's it's basically a rethread of Rocky Three. I I think we should have played the Tara Brady test. Does it pass the time? It does. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Time time moves in, okay. in, a, in a fashion in, fa- in this film. Fast, yeah. fast even but, during yeah. Pre- at a clip. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, like I say, it's his directorial debut, and I think it's interesting that he does give a very very interesting take on fight sequences because you know yourself, they do mm. generally you're you're a bit ho hum about them. Well, they're I very do, literal. I, like. I loved Creed One and Creed Two, and I think the big really? idea okay. of Creed One and Creed Two was that they took the kind of bad guys and went, but what if Dolph Lundgren's character I, I'd love had a to real talk inner more life? About the Creed universe, but because I want to finish yeah. on a bit of music from George <laughs> Michael, I want you to tell me very briefly about the new George Michael documentary on Channel Four tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Well, tomorrow. I'm I'm absolutely dying to see this because obviously George Michael was a really commendable person in lots of ways, and it was only after his death in 2016 we found out that he was going around the NHS and donating money to people left, right, and centre, and he used to volunteer at homeless shelters. So there's a lot to, lot to be said for him. But this is specifically about the incident where he was caught um, by a Los Angeles police officer. And he had always been very private about about his own life and he'd never come out properly. And he, and, and, and at this point, suddenly it was a global news story and he had to yeah. come to terms with but it. He and he, ter- it. he totally owned yeah. it. And it's a masterclass on how to take charge of a, head, of a headline. OK, that's George Michael out at Channel 4 tomorrow night at 9pm. Tara Brady from the Irish Times, Brian Lloyd of Entertainment.ie. Thank you both very much. 